The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody. What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but as the Bible teaches, there's a time to laugh, and boy, howdy, do we need that right now. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think, keep in mind, a house divided cannot stand. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we tend to sit around and just absorb like sponges instead of being useful like instruments for the Lord. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Always answered with the better question, why not? Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, going through the process of believing the Lord, seeing the gracious hand of the Lord, trusting the Lord, but then having the enemy come against you and go, yes, but next it's... Yeah, you ever gone through that? Uh-huh. Here's the bottom line. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, you got something you want to share, you got something you just, it's on your heart, it's on your mind. If you've got a praise report, you think, gosh, this is such a cool thing the Lord did for me. I want to share it with others so they too can be blessed. Maybe you're a person who needs other people to join you in prayer. We want you to have that opportunity as well. Join collectively, having your brothers and sisters across the airwaves join you in faith. Maybe you just got a question about things that are going on. Maybe you have a question about which pizza chain is actually the best. We'll have an opinion. Not a fact, but an opinion. And you might even have questions on, like, physics or rocket science or something like that. We have no idea. But you can always call and ask us. We can just say, don't know. That's part of our privilege and part of your privilege to be brothers and sisters together. Here's the deal. You can reach out to us by calling 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you will end up talking to Captain Chris. And then you will understand that you have an easy, peaceful feeling 
Cause he won't let you down And then you will be Wait a minute, next one. The next one's really good. Also, folks, if you want to reach us, that's right. I did a little bit of Eagle Song. Leave me alone. Uh, also, if you want to reach out to us, you can do that by sending a text, 214-210-8483. I never said I could sing. I just tried to, you know, push noise out of my mouth. That's all. 214-210-8483. That's the number to text, 214-210-8483. And then you can send an email David at he must increase.org. That's David at he must increase.org. David at he must increase.org. Right to my 99 cent Chromebook right in front of me. Quick updates, then we'll send you to the website as well. Easton is out of the hospital. Woohoo! Praise the Lord. I feel so good for my daughter and my son in law and for my grandkids because what a up and down their life has been. We just pray the Lord gives them blessings and protections and just to watch over everything that can be watched over. The other thing is that Eric reached out to me the other day with a text. I think that the podcasts are on Siri. I don't know how that, what is that's Apple, right? Is that Siri? Is Apple? I don't know. I didn't eat the apple in the garden. Oh, it wasn't an apple. It was probably a pomegranate. But that's not the point. The point is this. If you go to the website, it's it's a great place for prayer requests, for praise reports, plus the big give. That's right. That's what I'm calling it, the big give. That's when you give to the ministry, and at the end of the year, we give you a 100% tax-deductible donation receipt. And that's all you get. <laughs> that and you partner with the ministry. We love it. Check out he must increase.org. Prayer request? He must increase.org. Praise report? He must increase.org. Looking to give to this ministry? He must increase.org. Confused by what's happening right now? He must increase.org. He must increase.org. <laughs> okay, that is a better one. Did you extend that or anything? It is a better one. I mean, I just don't know, you know. It does sound like an oncoming train, though, so I don't, you know. Oh, I thought that was water. Oh. I'm waiting for you to tell me it's in peanut butter <laughs> so that we can go, oh, that's in peanut butter. Uh, let's pray for Ukraine, and then we'll open up. we got a lot to cover again today. can't believe that 90 minutes is so short uh, nowadays. It's kind of weird. But let's pray. We, we're going to pray for the U.S. and for Ukraine. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you. We praise you. We acknowledge your will to be done in everything. That's what we pray. And we've got a country in Ukraine that's had a lot of war and a lot of death and a lot of carnage. And we just ask that you could bring peace in that physical warfare and bring spiritual victory in that land. And that not just one group, but all the groups might know of the gospel truth. And we pray for our country, Lord, which right now is being more divided than it's ever been. It's getting to the point where it is closing in on the past when there was the ultimate division for our country. And we ask you by the grace and by the mercy that the leaders of our country would stop living by the flesh and live in the fear of you and your name and that they would honor and respect the commandments and the truth of your word. Change their hearts Lord, we don't ask you to destroy them. We ask you to change them. that They might know the truth and become part of the truth. We pray for our country. Have mercy on us, but let us not 
flinch or be people who lose courage. Let us stand firm in the truth. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, a lot going on there. If you can't figure it out and you don't want to know, I don't blame you. Here we go. We're going into this next portion of text. It's kind of ironic. Here we are in Psalm 18. This is going to be the last portion, I think, on Psalm 18. Then we're going to jump into Psalm 19. We're at Psalm chapter 18, and this will be verse 28. It says this, For you will light my lamp. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. He lights our pathway. Have you ever walked in the woods at night? Have you, have you ever done that? Have you ever walked in your own neighborhood at night and there weren't street lights and you're going, uh, do, I, do I go here? Do I go here? It's kind of tough to see where you're going. It's kind of tough to figure it out. I grew up in Michigan. So in Detroit, there's, a, there's a, a lot more woods where we live than there are in other places. Guess what? When you go in the woods at night, it's hard to see. It's really tough to see. But God is a light to our path. And sometimes when you're walking down a path and you cannot see very well, the very one who gives you the light is the Lord. And he will enlighten where we're at in darkness. When the darkness is surrounding, we don't know what direction to go. and We don't know what to do. God will give us the light, the ability to see so that we can know the direction to go. We've got to do this by God. We've got to do it through God. Because what we try and do, and I don't know if you've ever done this. I've done this. <laughs> Have you ever, like, you lit a match to try and see your way? I can't see in here. I'm going to light a match. You ever done that? I'm that guy on television that has lit the match to see where he's going without tearing the match out of the matchbook. And then I light the match, and then for that split second, turn away, and then all the matches go up. And then you have to stomp on it so it doesn't create a fire, but then you're totally out of light. That's me. I don't know about you guys. That's what I do. Here's, uh, here's the bottom line. God is a light. He is a light unto our pathway. He opens up our eyes so we can see. If you're walking right now in your walk and you're thinking, man, it's really dark. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where I'm heading. I don't know where I'm, I'm going to. It's the Lord God that is your lamp. Jesus is the light of the world. And remember what God did in the beginning of creation so you understand it fully. In darkness, there was light, and then people were able to see. In other words, without that light, you can't see. So I encourage you. And so I, I tend to take that kind of attitude and put that in. I know I shouldn't do this. But I put that in political and situational scenarios. Like the truth of the matter is I'm dark in some of them. I'm dark about Ukraine. I have no idea. I mean, you can tell me all you want to tell me. I listen to this website. I listen to this website. Unless you are there and you've talked to the people and then you know exactly what's going on, you can come back and report that. I, I, I don't. I just, everybody's just assuming. And we know what happens when you assume. That's dangerous, right? But in that darkness, I can still seek the Lord to know which dire direction to go, how to pray, or at least to come before him and simply say, let your will be done. Let your plans be accomplished. So what I'm trying to tell you is if you've ever walked in your journey in your life and you're just not sure the direction because you just can't see, that's when you say, Lord, you are my light. Light my path. Enlighten me in the midst of this darkness so I can see which way to go. Talk about an emphasis for us to seek the wisdom of God in situations that are beyond our scope. And here he is encouraging us to ask for his help. 
That's not weakness to depend on God. That's wisdom. There's a big difference between weakness and wisdom, isn't there? All right. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Just as I am, you reach down and see me. Uh, let's get into our text, Colossians chapter. We covered everything, right? Okay. Colossians chapter 3, verses uh, 2 through 4. Whatever you do, or I'm sorry, it's uh, actually Colossians three twenty-four. Whatever you do, do it enthusiastically. Is something done for the Lord and not for men, knowing that you will receive the reward of an inheritance from the Lord because you serve the Lord Jesus Christ. The scripture tells us that whatever we do, now I've, we've gone through this a couple of times and we have to go through it uh, multiple more times to really grasp it. But that phrase, whatever we do, happens to mean whatever we do. That's what it means. And we're supposed to do it enthusiastically, with an eagerness, not with an obnoxiousness, with an eagerness to do it as unto the Lord. So the things that we're required to do that we have to do, there should be a disposition, an attitude of enthusiasm that is connected to the Lord. It's not that you like to do everything, but if you can understand that in the doing of it unto the Lord— you're doing it with a different priority in mind. You understand that? In other words, what you do, do it unto the Lord and do it with this attitude of a full heart and an eagerness. I had somebody, I'll say her name, Susie Lopez was at uh, KPRZ. She was the direct marketing director. Uh, Susie did the marketing director for San Diego. She said something to me one time that was so profoundly simple, it was irritating because I had to do something for a client because that's what you had to do at Salem. And I was like, blah. All right. So she said, Dave, she goes, if you can't get out of it, get into it. And it was like, that was really good advice. If you can't remove yourself from it and you have to do it, at least do it right. I mean, do what you're going to do and do it with the right attitude. Do it with the right spirit. Do it with this uh, uh, better mindset. And I think she was more right than wrong. No, I'm not talking about doing bad things or anything like that. So stop. That's, that's weird stuff. I'm talking about doing it as unto the Lord and recognizing that when you do it that way, it is from the Lord and only the Lord that you will receive the true eternal reward. You might uh, go through whatever your process is, but when you do it as unto the Lord, you can recognize that the Lord is the one that brings the reward. And that's just living your life for the Lord. And that's just good, right? I mean, that can't be a bad thing. The David Spoon Experience. On Christ the solid rock I stand. Welcome back. To the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're getting a, ready to light it up with the first trivia question. When Zachariah refused to believe his wife was going to have a son, how did the angel punish him? Hmm. 
What do you mean, Dave? Punish? Yes. When Zachariah refused to believe his wife was going to have a son, how did the angel punish him? If you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us. 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email David at he must increase.org. Let's go ahead and start with our DNA. So let's do our DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord daily. Daily. I like it. Very firm in that daily response you gave, Captain Chris. Daily. Daily. Not daily planet. Daily. I like it. Very good. This is your daily special. There you go. Uh, never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Luke chapter 9, verse 26 makes that very clear How why that's a bad idea. Because then Jesus will be ashamed of you at his return. Bad idea, bad idea. And then, A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means you and me are living our lives thinking about, huh, I wonder how that person is doing. Huh, I wonder what's taking place with them. I wonder if there's any way I can be a blessing to that group over there without just only concentrating on myself. That's what we should function in DNA. I've said it before. I'll say it again about 60 gazillion, trazillion, bazillion times. The reason we need to function in DNA is because there is more and more and more and more and more and more news coming. And that doesn't matter for the Christian if they are operating in the good DNA, the right way to do it, okay? That's why I do that, and I just like there's all this big news out there, and it's like not one headline that has ever happened that God went, really? Okay, that should tell you everything you got to know. He knew the headline before it was written. Get it? Okay. All right, we do have somebody that is ready, the ready to answer the trivia question, correct? Yes. Okay, here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is David. Well, um, yeah. Hey, David. This is Ken. Hey, how are you? Another beautiful day. Another gonna, great day. Another isn't beautiful it? day. Is it paradise? Paradise is Old Testament. That's... I think I was reading somewhere. <laughs> so I don't even. It's a beautiful day. Beautiful day. Love it. Love it. All right. Ready? Are you ready for this one? This is a great question. Yep. There you go. When, when Zachariah um, refused. No. I have to turn my GPS on in order to keep the show streaming on my phone. That's okay. Tell GPS to listen. Before that girl starts saying something. Yeah, the Zachariah refused to believe his wife was going to have a son. How did the angel punish him? But yeah, Zach, Zachariah, he was deaf. That's right. He couldn't, he couldn't speak. He couldn't speak, could he? Took away his speech. It's like, you're a priest, right? You're not allowed to talk anymore. I know what I hate doing that to you, David. I think I've done that before. That's all right. We love you. It doesn't matter. Anyway, yeah, I haven't heard you. I've been out of town, so I've... Turn left onto East Farm to Market Road, 255. That's what happens when they don't know how to go that direction. So I don't turn to the left or the right. I'm going forward. Just go forward, brother. Yeah, Just that, go that, forward. That GPS wants you to go to the left or the right. So yeah, yeah. Don't turn to the left anyway, or right. <laughs> it's good talking to you again. Uh, God bless you. It's always a I join my time listening to you on the radio. Uh, thank you, brother. I appreciate that very much. And I'll uh, I'll let you go and uh, 
Got Jeff, it. I play that deaf card all the time, too. I find that that works all the time, being married. Do <laughs> the deaf card. What? <laughs> All right, brother. Very, very yeah, good. Half a mile. Very good. Make sure you get to your destination. Okay. Bye bye. Oh, that's just so funny. Now I've had that happen. Where you have you ever had that? You're talking to somebody on the phone, and then you have your GPS on, and it starts. Now normally the other person can't hear hear it, but then you get distracted by other voices, and you're like going, "Well, no wonder there's multiple voices in my head." Okay. <laughs> so anyway, he couldn't speak. Was the whole thing we were trying to get to. He's like, I can't talk. And it's like, so he had to write stuff on a tablet. Or, or, and, you know, it wasn't like they had a magic marker eraser board. Oh, look, he's just going to wipe it off and do it again. It's a little more complex than it is for us. But, yeah, he couldn't talk. So, see, that's it's funny for a priest. Can't talk, huh? <laughs> okay, let's go. All right, let's get to the rest of the text. We already did DNA. Let's finish this up. I got this. this is so good. I don't want you to miss this, Okay. This is, uh, and, and sorry for all the technical news. That happens. Just relax. Till I read it, you'll, you'll survive the day. It will still uh, be the rest of the day, Wednesday, all day long, as far as I can tell. Psalm 18, verse 29. This is what David said. For by you, I can run against the troop. By my God, I can leap over a wall. And when I read that, I think, well, first of all, I can barely step up on a step because of my knee, but that's not what David is trying to drive at, of course. What he's saying is everything that I can do, I can do it because of you. That's what he's saying to the Lord. Every good thing that's in you and I is because of God. Every moment that you make a great decision is only because the image of God has been imprinted on you. Though perverted through sin, there are moments where it does break through. Man is not basically good. Man is basically bad with good moments. And those good moments are the reflection of God's imprint on our lives. Jesus even made that as absolutely clear as possible when he said to everybody, if you can give good gifts and you people are evil— that's all you got to know. But in that, David's saying, through God, by God, I can do this. Remember that? There's an expression on television and movies where, by God, I can, you know, it's like they, they, and they would you think almost, almost in vain, almost, but the original phrase is not one of vanity. It's, I can do this by God. I can do this through him. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can even climb a wall. I can do anything I need to do because of God. And that's one of a key critical component for Christians to recognize. Hey, no, I can do this. God, oh, this is beyond you. Yeah, but not beyond me and God. And I'm in partnership with God. So by God, I can do this. I can run against by you, by you, I can run against a troop. By my God, I can leap over a wall. It's funny because David first says, by you, I can run against the troops. So he's saying this to God first, and then he's saying it to those around him. So he says, uh, for by you, I can run against the troop. That's to God. And then to other people. By my God, I can leap over a wall. Now he's saying that to other people. He says it to God, and he says it to other people. It's really cool if you get into these breakdowns. They're really kind of fascinating. And then the last thing he says that I want to talk about is he says this. For the word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust him. Can I just, I just want to, I cannot let this go. This, this portion about the word of the Lord is proven could be one of the most important elements that we tend to forget as Christians. Guess what? You've tried the word of God and it works. 
Now, there's things that we go into the Word and we don't quite understand it. We try and figure it out and we walk through it and we grow into it. But guess what you have figured out? Christianity works. The Word works. It's true. It's proven. He's proven it to you time and time again. It doesn't matter if anybody else validates you. What are you looking for validation from somebody else for anyway? It matters if the Lord validates you. It matters if God validates you. And in your life, God has proven his word to be true. And he's a person, a being that we can trust. He's like a shield. You stand behind. You know what you do with a shield? You stand behind the shield. Why? Because stuff comes at you, and if it hits you, it hurts. That's the whole point. You're like, ooh, right? Did we get in a snowball fight? Well, I guess that's not the best question to ask people in Texas. If you're in Denver or if you're in Detroit, you understand this, okay? If you get into a snowball fight, you want to get behind some kind of shielding. Why? Otherwise, you'd be like uh, the, the host here and get pelted right in the forehead on the very first big school phone fight, uh, snowball fight. In which then the kid was really scared I was going to do something. It was a snowball fight. We were having fun. But the point is... God is that shield for us. And part of that shield is that you stand behind is that he has proven his word to be true over and over and over again. You have tried it and it has worked. We don't just respect the truth. We've used the truth. And it helps. You've been in a tough place and you've prayed and God has delivered you. And that's because you knew it from his word that you should petition him. Ask, seek, knock. And then you do that, and God responds, and you're like, hey, that's cool. That's right. Ask that you may receive, that your joy may be full. And you've prayed, and you received, and you were full of joy. Like, wow, yeah, it works. So understand that God, he's a light to our land, our pathway. And even if the pathway is dark, he's still a light. Yeah, I know people are like, well, some translations will use the phrase flashlight. Yeah, like, I care. I don't care about, here's what it is. God is the light to my path. He's my lamp. He helps me see. I get it. You get into a room, you come into this studio. You know what I do? First thing I do, I turn on the lamps. Thus I can see in here, Right? And then by him and through him and because of him, I can run against a troop. I can leap over. I can do anything through him. I cannot do stuff on my own. But in my partnership with God, I have not, I have not the same limits as I have when I just exist in myself. And then finally, the Lord has proven his word. True, true, true. And he's demonstrated it time and time again. And that makes him my shield, my protector that I can count on. I mean, amen already, right? I mean, that's serious. We need to be loving and living this stuff, proving that his word is true and standing behind that as our shield of protection. All right, we'll take our break, and then you'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, top of the hour. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints.
Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Now, if anybody gets offended at this, I apologize that you have no sense of humor. Okay. Uh, like that? That's a good line. <laughs> Bam, bam. All right, uh, here's the first one. A pastor was leaving his area and was saying farewell to his congregation at the church door for the last time. He shook the hand of an elderly lady as she walked out. She said, your successor won't be as good as you. Well, nonsense, said the pastor in a flattered tone. No, really, said the old lady. I've been here under five different ministers, and each new one has been worse than the last. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. But this one, this is the one that's going to offend people, which is irony, right? Because that's more offensive than this is. And this is just too f- – and if you guys get offended at this, I – you know, take a, take a week off the show. <laughs> uh, it seems there was a minister who had just all of his remaining teeth pulled and new dentures were being made. The first Sunday, he only preached 10 minutes. The second Sunday, he preached 20 minutes. But the third Sunday, he preached an hour and 25 minutes. When asked about this by some of the congregation, he responded this way. The first Sunday, my gums were so sore it hurt to talk. The second Sunday, my dentures were hurting a lot. The third Sunday, I accidentally grabbed my wife's dentures, and I couldn't stop talking. (laughs) 